Welcome to the Startup to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Hey, Mark. I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Tired, but good. Mm, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yesterday was the, I think yesterday was officially my last day of barbecuing. Oh, oh it was, I'm sorry. It, it was sunny, but it was quite windy. <laughs> yeah. So I decided to do it anyways, but, uh, yeah, I think it's the end. And my propane tank finished. So, <laughs> no, that's just poetic justice. <laughs> exactly. That's a sign. That's a sign. <laughs> it's so cold that the propane has froze. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's game over at this point. Yeah, man. Last week was so warm. Like yeah. I, I ended up not working, working on Thursday or Friday and I just kind of went out and took a walk and it was amazing. It was the best decision I could have made to get to enjoy those last few days. Yeah. Take advantage of them. Winter's coming. <laughs> Squeeze it in. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. I think myself also, I didn't work that much. Like, I mean, I, I took more breaks, more, mm-hmm. a lot more time in the dog park. Did you do anything special for Halloween? Did you go crazy? No, actually, I did nothing. I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even watch a scary movie. <laughs> yeah, me either. I thought about it. I was, I was like, you know, infinite scrolling on Netflix, and I just couldn't find anything that, that I was like, nah, you know what? It's it, it's gonna suck. I'm I'm gonna watch what I want to watch instead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of horror movies, anyways. Like, yeah, me either. I like being scared sometimes, and I just wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't in the vibe. Right. Did you do any uh, November 1st Halloween candy shopping? Uh, no, because I did October 30th <laughs> okay. candy shopping. <laughs> uh, we did have a, a party on Saturday. Oh, okay. And that was nice. And we bought a bunch of Halloween candy for it. And probably half of it got eaten. So we dealt responsibly with, this, with the half that was left. So we had some... You know, you eat till you get your stomach ache, and then you're like, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> Take it to somebody's house. Give it, just give it, get that shit out of here. I don't want it. Right. No, my, my kids, they always go shopping on November 1st. Oh, yeah, you got to. It's yeah, yeah. They, they know exactly where to go, where they're going to have the, the best loot, the best special. That's the real victory, I think. Yeah. It's like, why the hell am I going to walk around, to, you know, house to house? Just to get a bag full of candy when I can just go to the, the store the next day and buy it half price. Yeah, that's the that's your admission into adulthood. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather just get that shit on sale. <laughs> <laughs> can I just Uber eat the candy? <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? My week was good. Um, it's funny, right after we recorded last week, uh, I just had my energy just like went through the floor. I worked on Wednesday and was like, man, I'm not really feeling this. So I ended up not working on Thursday or Friday. I, I mean, I did answer some emails and stuff, but really just kind of took it, ran a few errands, just got out in the, in the nice weather. Yeah. I've been feeling a little bit burnt out. Like even coming into this week, uh, Monday, I was thinking, ah, I don't really want to work right now. I'd like to find something else to do, but you know. Crack the whip. It's fine. Cool. <laughs> I need to get at least something done. Uh, so right now I'm just kind of focusing on the hours that I owe my freelancing contract, um, which is still planning to draw to a close. I think probably I've got two to three more weeks of work there. Um, and uh, I have another friend who is starting another project and he's looking for freelancers. So I had a discussion with him yesterday about the project. Sounds super interesting. 
Uh, so yeah, we're, we're figuring out like when I can come on there, when I can free up with my old contract. So kind of doing that juggle now of <laughs> making sure I can finish what's on my plate so I can start the next thing. Um, and then of course, uh, you know, you know, my freelancer check-in for the week. Uh, I endeavor to work about 16. Last week, I, I think I freelanced for like three, four hours. Oh, my. Yeah. I spent most of my time on Webflow stuff and then not working. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Did that. And now on for this week. Uh, yesterday, I really just spent the majority of it freelancing, writing a few emails. Uh, I'm going back and forth on another contract for, for kind of like a one-off. It's like one to two days of work. Um, so I've kind of been handling that or f- hammering out the logistics for that and uh, nailing down the uh, finishing up the freelancing work. So the rest of the week, I'm planning to spend Thursday, Friday working on Webflow stuff. Um, I've got... You know, I, I'm just putting up posts and everything like that on the Webflow forums to try to find people to interview um, for the hosting product. Um, I haven't pulled the trigger on messaging people in the Webflow professionals community uh, just because I haven't been at my computer. But that's on for Thursday, Friday this week. Yeah, like the the two interviews I had scheduled for the 10,000 limit, CMS limit, both canceled on me. And I oh, never... Really? Yeah. Yeah, I had them booked, everything like that. Both were no-shows. Oh, yeah. Like they, they gave you a heads up or no, no, get out. Yeah. So I, I was following up with them and I was just like, Oh, Hey, I'm still here. You know, wait 10, 15 minutes, no show. Send them an email. Hey, I'm still here. If you want to meet, otherwise we can reschedule. And then like one guy got back to me and then the other person didn't. Dude, that's not cool. Yeah. It sucks. But again, like these like interviewing users, it's a funnel just like everything else. So if you can't get people to talk to you, it's a bad sign. Right. So yeah, so uh, I'm going to continue to hammer down on the hosting product. I'm still keeping my eyes and ears open for people who are using the CMS to a large extent, um, but still figuring that part out. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, Did you get a landing page out there? No. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what the best use of time is there. If spinning up a very small landing page, like using one of the ConvertKit landing pages, for example, could be interesting. Because one thing I think that would be really valuable is to just have a little drop down to be like, who are you? Are you an individual? Are you an agency? Are you a business? Like just kind of getting a sense of like, who are the people that I'm dealing with? Because right. um, it would be nice to help segment people beforehand. But yeah, I mean, if the goal is to have conversations, this is one way of funneling them into having a conversation with me. So I've used the ConvertKit landing page, like email landing page before. So maybe I'll spin one of those up and see if I can funnel some clicks. Right. As well as posting on the forums. Because I'd like yeah. to use it for reaching out to, well, you know, posting on the forums, hey, I'm looking for people. And then even potentially in some of the Facebook groups I'm in. Yeah, exactly. The goal is just to get something out there that, that collects leads by itself. And then, then you can move on to finding other people to talk to for, for the hosting. Yeah, so maybe they'll make that my goal for this week. Um, time box that to a couple of hours, setting that thing up, getting it working, and then posting it out, and then starting to do some direct outreach. That sounds like a that sounds completely doable. I'm trying to think if I have a domain that I can point. To. Well, worst case, I'll have to buy a domain. <laughs> what what punishment? <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much it for my week. You know, nothing nothing super exciting, but. I think just recognizing burnout, making sure that I'm not doing too much. Because there's no reason to like rub my face against the cement if I can afford to take a, a couple days off and recover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How was your week? Hopefully more exciting than mine. 
<laughs> Exciting? No. Uh, for some reason, I had like support up the wazoo, like okay, with a power importer. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it, there's that. Yeah, there's a few more signups than usual, but not you know not like twice as many signups as usual. Like right. you know, it, but there's a lot of like uh, previous customers that are coming back on and starting new projects. So like, there's all these these questions and problems or some of the some of the things that I still don't support like they're coming they're coming back to me over and over again <laughs> like fuck like I'm I feel like I'm neglecting power importer in those situations it's like right you know I, I told these people yeah it, it's next on my list but honestly like I haven't touched that list now in in a few weeks because I'm working on member row right so yeah so I feel like I feel a little guilty but but yeah I'll I I will I will spend more time on power and border soon. So, right. Yeah, I have I have this. Uh, I've been rereading Shape Up. You know the the like, base camp book. Oh, okay. I, now I know the name. I never read it, but yeah, I know what you're talking. About. Yeah, like I, I I never like read it cover to cover, but I I've like skimmed it a few times and sure. Now I reheard an interview with the author. I forgot his name. Ryan, I think Ryan something, and um, I mean it's obviously it's written for organizations, so like it doesn't really apply to me, right? But uh, but there's like some little nuggets in uh, in there that I think I should try to implement for myself. Okay, like this idea of um, I forgot the term that they use, but like basically they 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 like time box their um, their sprint. Like, like instead of having the, these fixed sprints like with agile or S- scrum you know where like you you're always doing these these sprints of the exact same length mm-hmm. it's more like you you've shaped shaped up this feature that you want to implement so you've you've decided it's it's important and you you've described why it's important and how you're going to measure it afterwards and and then you decide how much you're going to invest on it and that's determines how how long the sprint is going to be for it. Oh, interesting. And I think that's the part that I need to, I need to implement. Like, I don't want to stress out over it too much. Like, mm-hmm. but I feel like it would force me to, um, to time box more. Right. Like, I, I feel like member road took me a lot longer than I had anticipated. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'm sure there's a, if I had set a more, a more serious deadline. I think there's a lot of things that I would have not implemented. Like I would have just, you know, prioritize, 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 and leave stuff on the cutting floor. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe what it would look like is if I did like sprints of one or two weeks of dev. So because I'm only one person, I think I can probably dedicate one or two weeks for each new new sprint or new like new feature. Or feature set that I want to implement, and then after that, do one week of marketing, and hopefully, during that week of marketing, I can produce enough content that I can publish, you know, a third of it that week, and then two thirds of it on the other two weeks, like right. you know, have them scheduled, automated, they're in a pipeline. So while I'm coding, those two other pieces of marketing will go out. I mean, it's a bit like uh, like the guy who who runs Banner Bear. Right. 
that he does, I think, two weeks of dev, two weeks of marketing, or one week of alternating one week of each. Okay. I follow him on Twitter, but I'm not sure how his... Yeah, like I don't remember. It's a long time since I read his blog post about it, and it probably changed now that he has employees, but... Oh, yeah, that's true. He hired people recently. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I had tried... I've done it a few months ago when I was alternating between the two, Mm-hmm. So I need. I think I need to go back to something like that. Like spending a whole month on Membero was uh, was not the right thing to do. Right. It should have been more like, all right, I need to implement this much like for Membero, and then and then do some marketing. And then all right, now I need to for this week I'm doing a bug fix for Power Importer, and then that week next next the next feature that Membero is missing. And then do one week of marketing. So like try to, to do it that way. Mm-hmm. At least for the time being while I'm still a solo entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Marketing just sucks. Like the, <laughs> the act of it sucks. So it's yeah. like, I, I don't know. I, it's one of those things that scares me. Like, so I tend to run away from it. I don't know how you experience. Yeah, no, I do. I do hate it. But really, like, I, you know, you have to do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like you have to do it. And of course, you know, I'll do, I'll do what I can, right? Like, a, like writing blog posts. I don't think, I don't think I can write three blog posts in a week. Well, like I, <laughs> that was going to be my next question. <clears throat> when you talk about having three pieces of content that you deliver, wh- what kind of pieces of content do you have in mind? Or what do you, what, what, yeah, what are you kind of thinking about? Like, I'm thinking maybe three videos. Okay. So, so like, I'm, I'm demonstrating something that I, you know, a part of a site that I'm building with Power Importer and Memberro. Right. And then a short, a short description of, of that video that I can post in a forum. So, you know, like just, I don't know how many words that is, but you know, short, like maybe 200 words. Right. Just describe what the video is about. So then you can share it. Right. Cause and yeah, bite sized yeah, content is great. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a Twitter thread. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but no, that's it. It has to be. It has to be short because I've I've tried before with another business that I was running to to do some long form blogging, and it would take me forever. Like I've just, I mean, English is not even my first language, so that that doesn't help. <laughs> and, Writing and, is really hard. <laughs> yeah, and that's and I'm a perfectionist too. So like I reread it and reread it and. It's like no, I don't like this. I don't like that. Scrap, scrap that. Restart, and yeah, not honestly, in a week I could not write. Maybe I could write one blog post in a week. So that's that doesn't work for this. Like I need to be able to produce stuff that can fill up three weeks of of pipeline. What about um, what about something? What about a product or a service? Productized service that could that could take care of some of the writing for you, like um, like. Brian Castle's like audience, well, at, I mean, it used to be his, but audience ops, right? Um, things like that. Would that ever be something that you would try? Yeah, actually, I have, I have considered actually using audience ops. Yeah. So yeah, that could help, but I, I still think I need to take a week every three weeks. Take take a week to like, yeah, to to think about what the con, what what should be the next content that we're building and yeah. Oh, I totally agree yeah. with you. Yeah, but yeah, that- but absolutely. If I can use a service <laughs> that can amplify what I can yeah. produce, mm-hmm. for sure. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna say that's definitely not a replacement for uh, for you for your sweat. 
<laughs> well, because I know myself, because otherwise I would say, oh, okay, audience ops is taking care of the marketing. I have nothing to do now. I'm just yeah. going to bury myself in my editor and just write code. Yeah. And then, yeah, then when, when it's, when they produce something, if I don't like it, I'll have no excuse. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I think that's, uh, that's what I'm considering to do. Cool. Yeah. I think, uh, like doing three videos a week. Cause like I remember <clears throat> a while ago now taught you talking about creating videos and that kind of thing. And that it would take a really long time for you to create one video. So yeah. If you commit to doing three a week, that's going to beat the perfectionism out of you if, you, if you stick yeah. to if you stick to that cadence. I mean, that's it. The worst case, it takes me a whole day for each video, but but that's still just three days, right? So like, yeah. so then I have two other days to to do some some planning or mm-hmm. writing the writing the text, like the totally. the, the posts that I'm going to use to share the videos. I was rewatching. Uh, Jetboost's onboarding videos that were filmed by Nelson. <clears throat> and I love his videos and they are not perfect at all. Yep. He makes mistakes all the time. Or he'll be like, oh, I'm looking for that confetti. I didn't get the confetti. Why did I not get it? And then he goes back and he's like, oh, yes, I got to do this. And it's like, oh, it's kind of funny. Like, I mean, I guess I think about like, oh, perfectly produced content, whatever, but it really isn't like that. I It's not like I was like, what the fuck? He didn't, he didn't get the confetti. This is bullshit. Like, right. it wasn't perfect, and that's totally fine. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. What the hell? Yeah. Why am I watching this? <laughs> yeah, I did. Never, never once did that yeah. cross my mind. No, exactly. <clears throat> no, I've, I've noticed uh, people, I mean, the, the videos I produce are definitely nowhere near perfect. <laughs> they're, they're outright awful. And yet... No one has told me they're awful, and I've actually got compliments from them. There this was really helpful. Thanks. So yeah, I just got to put myself more out there. Yeah, got to show everybody that winning smile. <laughs> I actually did uh, uh, did play a little bit with OBS to see if I could produce videos with my my bobblehead in the corner. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly easy to to set up. Nice. Yeah, I was surprised, but uh, I played around a little bit with it. So part of the motivation is because I I discovered VimConf this weekend. It's hey, like what, a, what is that? It's an online conference for people who love Vim or oh, VI. Wow. Yeah, uh, the text editor. It's so, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was there. These are my people. <laughs> Bunch of geeks. So yeah, it was basically like, you know, there's a, a talk at, it was all live, but there's a talk at this time. And then the person would just take over the Twitch live stream and, and all the most likely everyone was using OBS. Like, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to be live streaming anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, I think to record short videos. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really easy to set up. Perfect. I and actually, actually this weekend I did watch a lot of the talks for VimConf. Like <laughs> it was actually quite interesting. You know, like the always trying to keep your saw sharpened and yeah. it was like yeah, like there's so many things I wasn't using that damn I should use this plugin. Vim is your primary editor? Yeah, yeah, that that's what I've been using for decades. Okay. I've tried quite a few times to switch to Sublime or VS Code. Mm-hmm. And every time like I after a few months, I give up. It's like, why am I using this? It's so slow. And <laughs> I have to relearn all the key mappings. And yeah. it's like, fuck it. Back to Vim. Because 
because I spend a lot of times on my servers also, like it's nice to just have one editor. Yeah. Like it works on the servers. It works on my desktop. I just have to learn one editor. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I know that Vim is not, is not for everyone. Oh, no, totally. But like, it's whatever. I, I discovered VimConf on Hacker News and there was this hilarious comment. And <laughs> one person said, okay, how do I exit the conference now? <laughs> There was like a, do you, did you see that? Uh, <clears throat> I think it was a post on the Stack Overflow blog about that. Um, oh, yeah. We've helped 150 million people quit them or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That was, the, that was the best comment I saw on Hacker News. <laughs> How do I quit Ben? How do I exit the conference? <laughs> yeah, yeah there so, was a, Sorry. No, I was going to say there was a really interesting um, uh, guest on Art of Product, uh, Penelope Pippin. Pippin, that she works at Stripe. Okay. And, um, uh, she talked about like the developer um, productivity or developer tooling team there, and she was talking about Sorbet and that because they um, she Sorbet is like a type checker for Ruby, I think okay. that Stripe either created or added to open source. I'm not sure. Um, but it was really interesting to talk about because they, I guess at Stripe, they've created a lot of internal tools for like VS code, for example. And uh, she definitely was a, a strong Vim user for her whole career, but found that the tooling just became so good that she had to switch over to VS code. So all of a sudden she did the switch and she was like, I can't believe I was using Vim for so long. Cause like it does take a while to get used to using these new tools, but they're so feature rich. There's so much useful stuff built into them that Vim just can't or doesn't do that. Like she was like, Oh yeah, it's amazing. Last Vim. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't believe. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest problems I had with VS code is yeah, there's so many plugins. But I find every single time the um, the shortcuts would conflict between plugins. Yeah, that can happen. And, and like, why isn't this plugin working anymore, you know, in this file? And it's like, oh, because this plugin has overridden the shortcuts or the precedence or who knows. Like, it's... Yeah. And then I'm just fighting with them. So, well, just, in the end, I'll just uninstall this plugin because... <laughs> and it seems like with, with VI, I don't have that problem. Like... Mm. Most of the times the plugins are, I don't know how, they somehow they all play along together <laughs> and it, it, they don't assign anything in the the leader space. Like in VI, you can assign one key to be your leader key. Okay. And then you can use that to to create like keyboard shortcuts. Oh, so, I see. So like if you were going to go like, uh, is it control? Would that be your leader key or control uh, A? Well, usually it's like, uh, it'll be a, a you know, it'll be a key like close to your home row. You know, like <laughs> oh shit. Excuse well, no, me. I don't think I've only ever used Vim. You're fucking using VI. Okay. No, no, no. Let's... I'm using Vim. No, I, no. I'm honest. I'm actually using Neo Vim these days. But uh, no, like usually, like you know, you'll use the space bar because it's so big. Like it's yeah. it's easy, easily reachable by either hand. So, mm. so in so yeah. So you would assign all your macros to to that. But you know that no plugin is gonna is gonna do that, so there's no conflicts. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, as long as any plugin warns me that there's conflicts, 
when I install it. That's the that's the best case scenario. Because I'm used to like I used to I used to use an Eclipse plugin that would anytime you would do something with a mouse or anything like that, it would flash what the hotkey was to do that thing. And I don't remember if the plugin had like chances. So if you do the same thing three times, eventually if you try to use the mouse, it'll block you from <laughs> it'll block the command and it'll flash what the hotkey is. So you have to use the hotkey. Because there's some esoteric shit in there that you're never going to need it a hockey for. But uh, it's really nice to be able to be like, oh, okay, like, I, because you're actively learning the hockey, so you're becoming better, you're becoming faster. Right. So yeah, as long as plugins are helping to educate you, and especially if, if there's a conflict that allow you to, uh, to, to resolve those conflicts, then I, I can't ask for much else. I don't necessarily need to Google what is the hotkey to format an XML file. Like, yeah. I and should, I, yeah. and actually, I do like that VS VS Code has a has a search. Mm-hmm. So like, so if you don't remember the shortcut, you don't have to go try to find it in the menu, which I think is the the worst invention ever. Like, we should yeah. get rid of all menus. Like, everything should be a search. Like, yeah. Like, how many times when I'm using I'm using GIMP or Inkscape, it's like I'm looking in the menus. Like, how do I convert an object to a path? Like, yeah. You know, which menu is it in? Is it in the path menu or the object menu? It's, it's, it's yeah, so much time it's a, wasted. It's in neither. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just search, like. Yeah, that was, that was really what got me hooked. Or like, I guess the first time I saw it was inside of, uh, JetBrains IntelliJ. Um, okay. Cause you can command shift A and you can just start typing. Right. Every sub menu, every, everything is mapped to that search. And then I started to see it in Chrome. I started to see it kind of here and there. Because it's so powerful to just be like, oh, what do I need? Like, no, exactly. I know what I want to do. Like, so mm-hmm. I don't I even know what it's called. Like, exactly. I, can, I can search right for it. I don't want to spend time trying to figure out what taxonomy you used for it. Like, yeah. It's like, no, I know what I want to do. I know the name of the action. Mm-hmm. And I type way faster than I move my stupid cursor around with a mouse. <laughs> like a barbarian. Exactly. <laughs> Like caveman used to do. Yeah. No thanks. It's funny. <laughs> so what's on for you this week? What are you What are you up to? So mem- like a member row, I I mean, I, like I said, I had a lot of support to do for Power Importer, so mm-hmm. that did slow me down. Uh, but I did I did make some progress on member row. Like Good. I did definitely improve the onboarding. Uh, I did find a bug in the forums when they're hosted on the client site. And I did encounter some like some edge cases. Okay. I mean, of course, you know, I could have, I could have just shipped anyways. But uh, but, but anyways, there's the kind of things that I know like a user's gonna is gonna encounter, and then mm-hmm. it's just gonna create more support. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, so I made some progress. I mean, it's still it's still not finished. Okay. So I yeah, I think I was telling myself that this week I was shipping. Okay. So I'm prioritizing what needs to be done, what needs to work, then I'm shipping, and then I'm doing a week of marketing. Okay. Um, do you think you will finish it? Well, I mean, you say shipping, you're going to ship it. Um, yeah. shipped enough that you'll, that the week of marketing will, this will take a focus of that? Or how, how, how do you see the week of marketing, um, interacting with Membero? Um, so I need to make a video of Membero. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the first things I'm going to do. And then start start emailing my uh, my waiting list. Okay, great. 
start some conversations, maybe schedule some calls. And so I guess technically that's not marketing, but that's to well, me, it goes in the same week. It's, it's a non dev week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I would count that personally. If you're having conversations about the product, I would count that as, as right. marketing personally. No, exactly. No, it's, it's, I mean, I, I see it as dev and not non dev. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think yeah. we're in the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're in the same game. Okay. So, so a video, so yeah. some conversations, anything planned for the marketing of Power Importer? No, I haven't really, um, thought about it yeah i don't know i don't know fair enough does that unfortunately i mean i would have to have something to talk about <laughs> like i don't have any new features to talk about um but uh no actually no it's true i had a few ideas the one person reached out and was saying how they have they're using rich rich text fields in Airtable, mm-hmm. and they're having power importer convert them to html and put them on webflow Oh, as a component? Uh, well, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's part of a Power Importer's ability right now. Like, it'll take the rich text fields in Airtable and convert it to HTML for you. Oh, whoa. So there, oh, yeah, that would make sense. Sure. Yeah. Cause you could just embed a CMS element as a HTML. Yeah. Like in, in Webflow, you use the rich text like, mm-hmm. block to display it. Yeah. But his question was like, he has some links in there. But he wants those links to open in a new tab when people click them. Right. So, like, because like right now I'm just converting those, those like, those markdown links as just a href and I'm not putting the target blank. Right. So, yeah. So I was, at first I was like, yeah, I guess I could add that. But I mean, those kind of things are going to complicate the interface. You know, like whenever someone's mapping a rich text field, I'm going to have to like ask them. 12 different questions now. Mm. How, how do you want me to generate links? Do you want me to add a, a target to them? Do you want me to... I have one customer that wanted to use relative links. I did do a patch for that. But, um, you know, like I don't want to complicate the interface too much. Yeah. So, so anyways, I told them, yeah, that's a good idea. Like I'll add, I'll add it to my to-do list. But in the meantime, here's a JavaScript, you know, here's one line of JavaScript that you can add to, <laughs> to your footer to... Uh, to automatically add the target to all the links that are in rich text fields. And he's, he was like super happy. Whoa, super oh. thanks. <laughs> like that just solved this problem, right? Oh, like, well, that's, that's nice. Yeah. So I was, I was like, I should publish these, like these one line solutions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's super handy. Yeah. I, I definitely noticed that around, um, I think that would be an interesting, like engineering as marketing thing to do of like, on the Webflow forums, people are constantly asking, how do I get around the 10,000 character limit for like JavaScript files? And the answer is always like, oh, you have to create a snippet in GitHub and then like link it back and that sort of thing. Okay. That'd be kind of a neat engineering as marketing thing to like build something for that. Of just right. like, oh yeah, like I'll minify it. I'll do all the stuff. And I'll pop it up in a way that you can just reference it, host it for you, whatever. Especially if it was like GDPR compliant. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) But like these kinds of useful little tools that are just like, oh, it's it's webflowjshortener.com or something. Yep. No, exactly. Same sort of thing of like, here's a one level. Here's a one line. Make all your links for all this. So you're telling me that during my week of marketing, I could write code? <laughs> You're already showing me ways to cheat. Oh, man. I hadn't thought about it like that, Mark. I'm so sorry. 
Thanks, Matt. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm really trying to take the um, engineering as marketing route. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Just code it all week. <laughs> I read it in a book. Mar- yeah. <laughs> engineering as marketing is a thing. Yeah, all the marketers are talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So that's just that's the only kind of marketing I'm going to do from now on. I'm a great marketer. <laughs> oh yeah, I do all my marketing in Vim. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you like coding, so we put code in your marketing so you can market while you code. So yeah, so yeah. So to answer your question, that's one idea I had for Power and Porter. Totally, yeah. That's a great little piece of content because that would be helpful for everyone. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Stuff that people can share, even if they're not using Power Importer. That would be a cool series, actually, to be like, you're using, like, I don't know, things like you're using your CMS, you're using a different CMS, or like a series of like common tricks, problems that occur when using Airtable as your CMS. And like, this is one of them. Or, and I'm sure there are others. Like, the 10,000 um, character code is probably one. Um, there's probably a bunch of them. Yeah, because when, when I'm perusing the forums, yeah, like all the most useful stuff that people are looking for, the answer is always use JavaScript. <laughs> it's always somebody with the title web dev or yeah. something like that. And they're like, I wrote some JavaScript to do that. And everyone's like, yay! And it's like <laughs> plus yeah. one, plus one, heart, <laughs> like star. There's all sorts of. Uh, yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, no, exactly. Like it's because it's so easy for us, right? I mean, I just wrote that one line of code. It took me. I mean, I, I was I just wrote it in the email. Like I, of course, I tested it to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, am, am I sure this is gonna work? But I mean, it took me two minutes to test, and yeah, it works. <laughs> I was gonna say it probably took you longer to test it than it did to write. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because I knew that in Webflow, like all rich text blocks, like have a special class mm-hmm. so it's like yeah just just query select all like that class and any anchor that's inside that class that'd be cool actually to have everything rich text fields and you can give it a combo class that's yep. like do a uh, new new tab or no follow or anything like that yeah i'd, I'd imagine this like yeah l- like a little wizard like you go through this page and you could just have all these little things you could add, like superpowers you could add to rich text. So yeah. I want to, all the links, you know, just a little checkbox here. I want all the, the links to open in a new tab. Yeah. Boom. It generates one line of JavaScript. Then say, Oh, and I want, if you think that's bold to have this extra class. Boom. Hell yeah. That's great. Yeah. So you just click a bunch of checkboxes and the, the snippet of JavaScript just grows and grows. And <laughs> yeah, totally. Eventually, it gets too big. <laughs> and then it upsells you this new hosting service <laughs> that's GDPR compliant. Yes. <laughs> referral. Now we're even doing referral marketing. We're wow. fucking geniuses. <laughs> Sign up for my course. I'll teach you how to market. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of referrals, I got I generated my first affiliate report this week. Oh, right on. Congratulations. So you have people that are selling Power Importer for you. Yeah, exactly. You're living the dream. Yeah, this is the dream, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't sent out the the payout yet. <laughs> when I see the payout, I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to hurt. <laughs> Sending money to people. But uh, yeah, it, it of course, it's it's a good thing. Jelly, I would say people selling stuff. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I actually got. I just saw this morning. I got a, someone new signed up to the, to my affiliate program. So 
I, I quickly just skimmed their application and I, I think they're already a customer. Like I've already chat with them during okay. my, my support. So I'll reach out and find out more about how they're going to promote it. Yeah. That's such a nice testimonial to have somebody who's like actively using it. And they're like, I need to be referring people to this and making money because. This right. Is- yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm so always surprised how the, when people email me, they, you know, they love power importer, but then I don't, I don't feel the love when I see them on Twitter or <laughs> see them around in the forums and like, why aren't you guys all talking about power importer if you love it so much? Right. So I, I guess don't know. A, an affiliate program is sort of a, an incentive to talk about it. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. I mean, maybe it's something you have to prompt people to do. Like, yeah, I really like my haircut, but I don't go around like talking about how much I like my haircut. But if my hairdresser was like, you should tell me <laughs> about how nice your haircut is and how much you like me, then I'd be like, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, that's true. I, th- I think we talked about it offline last week. Mm. Like, yeah, you, you gave me that great idea to... Just ask people for a tweet like yeah. after after each interaction by email, and I thought about it, and it because uh, I had plenty of opportunities this last week. Like, and each time it didn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Every time it was like, you know, because you know they they send an email. I love Power Importer, all that, you know, and then, uh, but how do I do this? Right. But I I want to answer that question. I don't want to like drop. And ask like, oh well, since you love Power Porter, why don't you tweet it? Here's a here's a prefabricated tweet. Um, I mean, you could trade them something <laughs> for five dollars off your next month, <laughs> or I don't know. Right, I guess. Or you could auto create an affiliate per- like account for them and be like, if you tweet it, this has your referral code in it. Or I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing, but I, yeah. I'm I'm just thinking back to that art of product. early in tuple when uh, ben was talking about trying to get people to like after their fifth call or something like that send them an email with a call to action that's like hey you've been using the product seems like you're enjoying it would you you mind just tweeting this and letting more people know and people are happy to do it right yeah no exactly i mean i've i've thought about it like it was a great idea and each time i replied to an email i thought is this a good opportunity to do it? Yes. And I check it out every time. <laughs> I'm always around. If you want me to hit that button yeah, for you, exactly. I will do it. I was like, uh, it doesn't feel right. If it feels too needy, I'm just going to answer their question. It is needy because you need money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I just, I find it amazing. Well, amazing, amazing makes it sound like I'm surprised. Like, I find it fucking awesome that people write you and they're like, I love Power Importer. Because that's dope. Like how many, like that's got to feel so good. Oh yeah, it feels great. I know, I love it. And that's that's why you do it, right? Like it, that's, that's amazing. You don't get that when you're, when you're working for a big company and yeah. and you never have any contact with the customer. Like yeah. you just, you don't see any of that gratitude. So yeah, that's that's the best part of this this lifestyle so yeah man like use the high yeah i guess i guess you got this you got this (laughs) it'll always feel weird the first time something else i should do during my week of is set up my mailing list like my email marketing Mm -hmm. i never set it up so i I send absolutely no emails right now to my customers i should set that yeah because that would be also an opportunity talk about you know these javascript snippets might be a good example Mm -hmm. this person had this problem this week here's how we solved it yeah. Could you even could you even figure out like if there are people 
that are using rich text fields and target your email specifically to those people. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, because that'd be kind of that'd be hella targeted. Yeah, yeah. There's well, something else I should do. Also, is that I have a bunch of freeloaders that I should contact. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> like when you when you sign up, when I I show the pricing, like I, I have the free plan, and the free plan basically will will work on any site that doesn't have a custom domain. Yeah, but it also says you need to be limited to 50 CMS items. Right. Because by default, that's how many CMS items you can have on a on the free plan. But some people are, f- are finding a way around it. Like they're either detaching their domain, like, uh, but they have a paid plan. So like, so they have way more than 50 CMS items. Ah. So I need to crack the whip, basically. Because <laughs> I, because I, yeah, I say this limit is 50, but I don't enforce it. Like, right. Because I couldn't figure out a, a nice way of doing it. Like, I would love to to find a way to import 50 items for them and then stop and then say, you know, here's a sample. Right. But it's really hard if they have multiple tables. It's, you know, let's say they have three tables and there's relationships between all three. Right. So, like, how do I get a sample of 50 hmm. that that uses all three tables? Right, that all those relationships are are being mapped. Yeah. I think the solution there is probably just tell them to upgrade and warn them that their account will be deactivated on a certain and then deactivate them if they don't. Yeah, I guess. If you know what because like then you can hand select. Because like if somebody's doing the fifty and they're they're observing it and whatever else, then maybe that maybe you're fine with that. But if there are freeloaders, then it's like, okay man, I see you. That's yeah, <laughs> cool, but you know that's it. On. Yeah, like I've done a few queries to to find them, and yeah, I see there's a bunch of people that are taking advantage of the free plan. Yeah. So yeah, is it just an email just to nudge them to, yeah. to upgrade, or is it uh, yeah, like you say, a little more strong, strong armed? Like uh, you got you got two weeks before. Uh, yeah, I mean, send them. Let let them know that you see them, and maybe that would be enough to have them be like, oh, "Okay, right, I'll pay you." Or I could say, you know, if you tweet or or you add this footer to your website, right, then uh, I'll up the limit to to whatever, one hundred <laughs> CMS items or two hundred. But uh, yeah, it's a it's tricky. Like I I want people to be able to use it, so that's why I didn't limit the fifty CMS items. Yeah, like I don't enforce it because I. There wasn't an easy way to enforce it, but still allow them to fully try it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I should try it. Oh, maybe that's what I should do. I should do a free trial. Yeah, there you go. When, when you click sync, if I see that they have more than 50 CMS items, I say, sorry, you need a paid plan, but there's a 30, there's a 30 day free trial. Yep. So then they sign up for the free trial, give them their credit card. And yeah, hopefully it's simpler to just keep paying than to cancel. Yeah, no, to- I bet I bet you it is. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, ultimately, like, you know, if, if there are freeloaders, like, hey, they figured out a way to game the system, good for them. Yeah. But <laughs> you have the power of SQL, <laughs> and you can see, <laughs> you can catch them. So, like, exactly. you know, it, and it, like, they're getting, it, like, let's be fair, right? Like, they're getting value from the service that they should be paying for. Right. And now you can tell them, oh, hey, you're getting value from this, you should be paying for it. No, exactly. And there are free free alternatives out there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so if you really don't want to pay, go, go use those other ones. Yeah. Or go learn to code and build your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, like nothing against them. I mean, I would do it too. I'm sure yeah, I yeah. have in the past. 
know, you're a savvy business person. You need to be paid. No, exactly. I'm not angry. I was just, yeah. I was just keeping an eye on it. Like, you know, so, you know, yeah, if I, if I tighten that screw, like, will, will it increase my MRR? I bet, yes. My bets yeah. are up. Something to planify mm. during my week of marketing. Look at this. We're just <laughs> we're adding all sorts of things <laughs> to your marketing hopper. Cool. So, yeah, that was my week. And nice. yeah, I'm, I'm okay with the place, the positions that I'm in right now. It's like, yeah, I, I spent more time than I wanted to on member row. And I feel a little guilty that I'm neglecting power and porter, but I'm doing what I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, I mean, I've definitely asked this about myself in the past of like, you know, I, I love to go, I love to drink. I love to go out and have a drink with my friends. And every now and then I have a hangover that interferes with the plans that I had the next day. And I look at myself and I'm like, oh, is this a problem? Like, am I, am I an alcoholic? Like, do I have a, do I have a problem? <laughs> but it, it's very interesting to ask the question of like, is it interfering with your life? It's like, you know, are you coding to the point where you're really just running away from this thing? I mean, like, maybe to some degree we all do that, but like, are you aware of the problem that if you are and you're taking steps to, to, uh, run interference on it, like you're doing, then it's like, I don't think you have a reason to feel bad. I mean, sure, we all make mistakes. It's whatever. Right. Like you're, you got a good head on your shoulders. You're fine. You have no reason to feel bad. Oh, exactly. And it's everything I'm doing on member always progress. Like it yeah. is stuff that has, has to be done anyways. So sure, I could have optimized my time more and delivered a subset of this instead of, but it's all good. Very good. So I guess I should go back to work. Yeah. Yeah, man, get back to work. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm such a slacker. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. Gonna knock out some more hours of freelancing, build some more functionality. Got some cool work to do this week, so that should be. And then, yeah, good shit, man. All right. I'll catch you next week. Yep. Sounds good. See ya. Later.